It's time for the Snap.BuildCast, your podcast focused on home builders of all sizes and offering professional views of experts in the home building industry, from financing to final walkthroughs. Thanks for joining us. Let's get building. Welcome to the Snap.BuildCast. I'm Michael D'Antonio and happy to be joined by Steve over at Snap.Build, the EVP of Lending. Hi, Steve. How are you doing today? Doing great. How are you doing? Good to be with you. So today's topic is the process of underwriting and how to make it less painful. And we all know that underwriting is just the process that we have to go through to get things done. And we all know it's painful, but there's ways that it can be less painful for customers. And Steve, I know you have a lot of experience in this space, but first let's, let's talk about your background and, and what you do at Snap. Great. Um, you, you know, I came to Snap with a um, a different set of background than others. I, I came from the real estate world in general. So I was a realtor for a lot of years. I've been a flipper. I've been an investor. I've been a landlord. Uh, I've worked with small companies. I've been an entrepreneur. And uh, the what really excited me about coming to Snap is the first of all, our technology, which I know you know a lot about. We might talk about a little bit about today, but but the way we control money is so different than others uh, draw funds that that I, I saw that as very exciting and a big differentiator. But yeah, but the small the, the culture of the small business has always appealed to me, and the folks here are uh, are great folks that some I've known a long time, others uh, I've known as we've worked here, but. It's a great culture, and I've enjoyed my time here, uh, and, and uh, we're on to exciting things, and, and I just love being a part of it. It's awesome. And your experiences, you know, in as an entrepreneur, real estate, you know, obviously dealing with contracts, proposals, the underwriting process, you know, you've probably seen it from all angles, right? For sure, and there's no doubt about it. I mean, you, you mentioned it. Just a moment ago, there is nothing fun about underwriting. I uh, I make the joke to uh, folks that we talk to that it's not a whole lot different than going to the dentist, right? We we know we got to go. I was just at the dentist last week. I joked with my dentist about that fact that we all hate going there, but we know we got to do it, and it's just part of the deal, right? And and underwriting for um, you know potentially somebody that's going to be borrowing millions of dollars is is no different. You know, we want to make sure that that uh, you know, we understand who the folks that we're going to be dealing with and lending millions of dollars to, who they are and what their businesses are like and what their experiences are like and what the projects that they want to get funded are like. Uh, and we try to take a, a reasonable attitude to um, the amount of looking behind the curtain that we do with these folks and, and try to do all that in a polite and prompt way. Yeah. And, and, when we talk about less painful, what are some ways that, you know, your methodology and, and Snap.Build in general kind of make it less painful? You know, I think the, the biggest way that it's less painful is that, you know, because we are an asset-based lender, which means that we're going to look really at the asset that you're, you as a, a borrower builder are bringing to the table and the, the lot that you're going to build on, the land that you're going to build on and the, the houses that you're going to build on it, we're going to look and evaluate that as a part of the underwriting process um, 
as much or more than we're going to look at you as a borrower and your uh, ability to pay us every month on the debt that that you're incurring, right? Because we try to make it very cash flow uh, friendly to borrowers that we work with in the sense that they're not writing us checks every month. So all of the all of that debt service comes from when they sell the house. So we, we definitely want to make sure that the property... Uh, the, the land that the our borrowers bring into the deal and the houses that they're going to build on it um, are in good shape. They're good houses. We've got an experienced uh, borrower builder that that is coming to the table, and we feel good about the ability to, however, the house is going to be sold or refinanced. Um, you know, we we feel confident in what that takeout looks like, and and that allowed that process ultimately allows builders to potentially build more, right? Build more and build more quickly. If, if, For if sure. yeah. Yeah. Talk to me For about sure. that. How does that, how does that process help builders? It seems like that's a more, this is a more builder friendly process when it comes to underwriting. Yeah. I, I think one of the one of the big part parts for us that can be equal parts frustrating and exciting about us is that uh, in almost all facets of our business, we're very non-traditional, right? So when we when you come through the underwriting process, we're not going to give you um, any limits on how many houses you can build, how much money we're going to loan you, how much money per house we're going to loan you, how many houses you can start with us, all kind of traditional limits that that. Uh, other institutions or other lenders will give to you. So we, we want to make sure that we're dealing with a an experienced business that knows what they're doing and is looking to grow and is constrained in their growth because of their current financing needs. And then, uh, when, and when it and that seems like a non cookie cutter approach when it comes to companies that you're dealing with, because ultimately for for them, you want them to be to be uh, building as much as possible because the partnership then grows even more around the revenue for all parties, right? I mean, ultimately, no, for that, sure. that's what it no comes question. down to. We we want to find uh, we want to find groups that have good land positions, so they've got the ability to. They're either buying lots aggressively or they're partnering up with groups that own lots. You know, we try to be very. Um, we try to be very open-minded about the way in which a builder has an ability to build on a piece of property. So one of the big differentiators between us is that we don't require that the land that they're going to build on be owned by the group that we're going to lend the money to. Um, you know, there's some, there's some boxes that need to be checked and hoops that need to be jumped through when, when that's the case, when, when somebody owns the land that's different than our borrower. But we understand that we're dealing with small businesses, right? And, uh, you know, those businesses don't, most of the time, don't have a lot of money to go out and buy up lots. So they have different arrangements with landowners or investors that are going to work with them to, to provide that money to them. We, you know, we want to provide all the money to build the house. Right. Um, and we we require that they bring the land as their equity in our deal. So again, it's a it's a uh, a way of doing lending for construction that's different than than the norm. But but we think it's a great way to do it. And I know you have examples without you know uh, na naming names, but where a builder has a builder a builder um, or a company has come to you 
with the idea of building one home that's then led to multiple homes over multiple years. Can you talk a little bit about kind of how uh, working with Snap.Build builders can can really see that there's examples of, of, of revenue growth based on the amount of homes you can build and how you can build them faster and more efficient? A hundred percent. That there's uh, a lot of examples of that. I would say most of most of our clients operate in that manner. And, and I'll say, with nothing to do with underwriting, one of the probably the biggest key to our business, I believe, is that we're the best in our space about getting draw money out to builders. Uh, I, I think when when borrowers go and start to shop around for you know what lenders they're going to work with, I think they most most businesses make an assumption that if you're lending money in construction, you all of these lenders will give me the money to build the house as easily as each other. They're all about the same. And, and, and I'm here to tell you that that's not the case. Right. Uh, you know, what, what, if you're shopping for a lender, that's probably the, the most important question you got to ask, I think, is, you know, how does the draw process work and show me examples of how frequently it works and how I'm going to get my money. Cause you know, the last thing you want is to be, you know, starting a, a project and all of a sudden you figure out that it's tough to get the money. Right. I mean, that's the, that's the right. whole process progress. That's the whole point of the, of the, of the process, right. Is that I need to get the money to build this house and how's that going to work and how frequently does it happen and how does it happen? And what are the things that I got to do to make sure it happens? And, and uh, every lender does it a little bit differently. Yeah. And, and I think that's the thing that we do the best, apart from underwriting, is just the way uh, our systems are designed to get the money to the people building the house to do it the fastest way so they can build the house the fastest. You can negotiate the best terms with the vendors so that you got the best um, subs and vendors working on your projects so that you can deliver the fastest for your customers. And, 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 uh, and that, that, that draw uh, area, what happens to a builder when that, hap that, that horrible situation occurs? Are they um, spending time fighting with the lender? Are they not building, building yeah. the house, right? What, what are the consequences of that? Yeah, nothing good happens for sure when when you're a uh, when you're a company that's borrowed money to build a house and you can't get the money to build the house, right? So they're going to tell you that they want you to put the money out first, and then uh, they'll have inspections and they'll pay you money based on the percentage that's complete. Um, you know what we see a lot is uh, where we've tried to be ultra sensitive, especially. Uh, in the last couple of years of with all the supplies chain shortages and all that, we found a lot of vendors would require a pretty substantial deposit uh, in order to make the, you know, order to get the order in to, you know, to get windows and door packages or appliances or things like that. A lot of these vendors wanted to either get paid all up front or a pretty heavy percentage up front. And, you know, part of our draw process is that we pay those folks directly. So uh, because we send the money to the vendor or the supplier, we know that the money is going to the intended place um, that we expect it to, rather than we sending it to a borrower and hope that they turn around and send it to the right place. So because right. of the way we distribute draw funds, we're comfortable putting that money out um, 
to meet the terms that the vendor requires in order to keep the job flowing. But, but when that's not the case and you're fighting with your lender about trying to get draw money out, your business stops to your point. Like you're not building a house. You're fighting on how I'm going to get the money. And hopefully my vendor doesn't then delay it even more and put me on some sort of a credit hold or stop taking my calls or stop fulfilling my orders. Like all, all your business comes to a halt when you can't get the money to build the house. Yep. And so we, that's why we take a lot of pride in being able to do that quickly and consistently. Awesome. Well, Steve, this is great information around underwriting, around, uh, you know, the importance of draw, <laughs> you know, uh, obviously you need the money to do your job and you don't want to, you know, the other thing is builders want to build, right? They don't want to be dealing yeah. with problems. Um, but this is, these are great topics and great information. So I appreciate the time. Yeah, sure. And, and you know, the underwriting is just the first piece of it, right? Like I was telling somebody the other day, um, the underwriting part is just the end of the sales process, right? We talk about these projects, you tell, you know, a sales process for us might take five or six months, you know, when you start talking to somebody to when you actually do a loan with them and yeah. you try to gather all the info up on the front end, you can and do all of the, all of the same stuff, take your, make an application and then send us some of the docs that we need. And the underwriting process is just the kind of the consummation of that to make sure that what we've learned about the project and, and our borrower is you know, what's kind of backed up by the documentation that, that, uh, that you give to us. Awesome. Well, this is great information and we will talk again. Appreciate you. Have a good one.